Hello, hello. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the IT Sandbox, where as people who are part of the product team, we always want to stay developing. We want to stay building. And my goal is to share with you bite-sized, actionable lessons in IT delivery that you can share with your team today, all based on real-life experience. My name is Christian Cox. I'm your host, your product, your agile enthusiast. And I really want to share with you things that have helped me along the way in my technology journey. And of course, as I continue to learn, I'll continue to share. In today's episode, we'll be talking about testing. Testing is something that seems like it's such an obvious thing that we need to do before we deploy a product to production or before we go live on an implementation. But you would be surprised at how many organizations are out there implementing new technology without doing true end-to-end testing. And oftentimes, as the IT group, we always get the bad rep of being the ones who are kind of like the showstoppers, right? But in today's segment, we're going to try and dive into reasons we want to absolutely test our product before we go live. So without further ado, let's get into it. Now, you might be wondering, why are we talking about testing today? Isn't it obvious that we need to test everything that we're developing before we release it into the world? Well, yes, but not everyone is on the same page when it comes to testing, especially when there are deadlines that business folks want to hit and things that they want to get implemented as quickly as possible. And as the IT organization, that's where it's our job to kind of push back and let them know hold on, we have to put these controls in place because it's really likely. And oftentimes it is the case that if you skip over your testing, your launch can be full of so many bugs, so many malfunctions, and a fair amount of things can go wrong. And if your product is client facing to a large amount of people, obviously that's not something that you want for your brand. And the reason I was kind of inspired to talk about testing today was because In dealing with a client, uh, I give them a weekly update on things that we're working on, things that are in production, um, things that are moving through to QA and on their way out of QA so that we can go into UAT. And the client asked me, are we going to be able to do a test of loading data into the new system before we go live? And I was so happy that the client took the initiative to say that because currently we have access to a demo system that they provided us credentials with that we could log into, play around in, really get to know their system. And so it's just test data, right? But I was so happy that they were the ones who brought that up to us because us as technologists, we know that best practice is before we take anything live, especially on a development server, before we migrate, because there's a ton of things that can go wrong in the migration from a development server, the live server, we know it's fundamental that we at least run a full end-to-end test of absolutely everything, especially when dealing with the transfer of data from one place to the next. And so the main thing that we have in mind is in order to create as little disruption as possible, once we migrate from development to the production server, we want to create a one-time load of all the existing data in their current system map that over to the new data tables 
and essentially just bring everybody who's on the old platform over to the new platform. Of course, you know, things can go wrong. There might be a table that wasn't mapped correctly and people will start to see gaps in some of the information that they were able to access in the previous system and things can just go haywire. So it's absolutely critical to make sure that everything's fine and dandy when you're developing and you're, you're really grinding and your team is heads down and you're producing. But when it comes time to actually look at getting what you've produced out into the world, these steps are so crucial because they save time, they save energy, resources, and essentially money. Hey guys, more to come on this subject. But before we get into the rest of the segment, just a quick reminder that the IG Sandbox is brought to you by the CHC Group. I always say it, the only way to drive change in your IT organization is to have more people on your team who are speaking the same language. And that's where the CHC Group comes into play. We're bringing to you staffing solutions for IT people by IT people. My team and I, we've been in the trenches, we've been in the day-to-day madness of IT delivery on a ton of digital projects. So before we even hand over candidate for you to interview, we're asking better screening questions up front because we've been in your shoes and we're asking them questions that we would ask them if we were gonna include them on our team. So if you're trying to ramp up delivery capacity on your team, or you're looking to drive some change in your organization with people who are really in tune with the things that we're talking about on this podcast, feel free to head on over to the CHC Group to see how we can support your staffing and other business needs. The link's in the show notes. Feel free to check us out. really to kind of drive home the point of testing from the perspective of being as efficient as we can with everyone's time, I really want to tie this into the ongoing effort that needs to be made of marrying the business group to the IT group. You know, like I said earlier on in the podcast, we often get the bad reputation of being the ones who are the showstoppers. We're always trying to put certain controls in place. We ask a ton of questions before we can actually get to delivery. But it's super important for us as people who are part of the technology groups to continuously communicate why it is that we do the things that we do, right? There's a method to our madness and we need to be able to be open about that with our business partners and share that with them. And I'll give you guys an example of how things kind of got out of control on a project that I was a part of earlier on this year. I was working in an organization who mainly deals with implementations, right? So they don't have their own developers who are creating things per se. Rather, they have folks who are working more within configuration and setup because most of the technology that they work with comes from external vendors. Now, when you work with an external vendor, oftentimes they have a product that's well-packaged And there are some areas of their product that you can configure to kind of work with and meet your business needs. However, there's always going to be a group internally who wants to check off on a bunch of items that for them are super crucial to be able to include this vendor's product in their technology stack. One of the challenges that we had 
going into this project was we had a project manager, we had a business relationship manager, and myself acting as the business analyst. And we were all looped into the conversation pretty later on in, in the game, right? We didn't have an opportunity to be there up front when the business partners actually started engaging with the vendors. And by the time we got to a point at which the deployment wasn't very far away, from within the IT group, we began to raise our hand and say, hey, what are your guys' plans for testing? And it was like crickets. <laughs> because nobody had talked about full end-to-end -end testing of this system that was going to be implemented into the organization. And to kind of give you guys some context, it was a system that was going to essentially pick up a flat file of ours that we were going to leave on a server. Their system was going to take that flat file. It was going to input that data into their software and then their software was going to provide back certain metrics to us. Now the crazy thing is that no one in the business group ever raised their hand to ask more about how we were going to be able to test this and you really can't blame them because they aren't always anticipating that things can go wrong but from an IT perspective especially someone like myself who plays kind of like the business analyst role it's my job to kind of dig into those things and ask those questions, right? Ask questions that provoke some thought and really figure out, okay, essentially where can this go wrong? You know, what are some of the things that we have to keep in mind when we're implementing this? And the business group up until this point where my colleagues and I within the IT group begin to really ask some of these questions, they had been just going along with what the vendor had been saying, which was, oh, well, we have a robust testing process. But we really had no visibility into what that testing process looked like. We had no way of manipulating the data to see if something could go wrong because from a testing standpoint, you wanna be able to see if you can provoke an error. You don't want everything to just be perfect. You want to know that in this case, if there's an input to be received, that you can modify that input in a way that makes the process go the wrong way and at least give you an opportunity to identify, you know, whether it be default values that are going to go into a certain field, if something wasn't loaded properly, et cetera, et cetera. Now, the issue here is that the business group had already spent so much time and they had already advanced so far along the way that by the time IT got involved, it really did seem like we were becoming a headache, right? It really seemed like we were showstoppers at that time. And that's why I can't stress enough the importance of the business group being married to the IT group, right? When you're able to provide that transparency up front so that everyone's on the same page, you save a ton of time because we actually had to go back and add extra sessions on the calendar to look at how we were going to test this implementation before going live. What materials were we going to need? Who did we need to get those materials from? And how do we get them back over to the vendor in a way that we can manipulate and really kind of poke at their system to see if we can catch things that fall through the cracks and be able to compensate for them earlier rather than deploy and have something go wrong and a customer tell us. Hey guys, thanks again for tuning in. I really hope these sessions bring some value to you. If they resonate with you, feel free to share, like, subscribe, I'll be here every Tuesday and Thursday sharing some of the things that kind of pop up in my head, things that I learn as I go along the way. 
my hope is that you can take some of this away, share it with your colleagues, share it with your managers, the people who are in charge. And if there's no one who wants to speak up, be the voice of reason in your group and lead the way. Thanks again for tuning in. Catch you in the next one.